Assam Chief Minister Himanta Biswa Sharma is on fire. On Monday, he thundered in the assembly. As long as Himanta Biswa Sharma is alive, we will not allow child marriage in Assam. Before 2026, I will stop the shops and businesses of child marriage. That was Sharma. He was responding to opposition's objections to his cabinet's decision to repeal Assam Muslim Marriages and Divorces Registration Act 1935 that allows registration of marriages even if the bride and the groom are not of legal marriageable age. Reaction to the cabinet decision, Badruddin Azmal of the AIUDF had said that the government was trying to provoke the Muslims and polarize voters. Samajwadi Party's ST Hassan said that Muslims will follow Sharia and Quran. Every religion has its own rituals and they have been followed by thousands of years, for thousands of years, he said. These were the reactions which seemed to have upset Himanta Biswa Sarma. Last week, a proposed law, the Assam Healing Prevention of Evil Practices Bill 2024, to criminalize magical healing had also invited critical reactions from Christian clergy who argued that there was nothing called magical healing in Christianity as it has healing prayers like every other religion. I guess these reactions must be making Himanta smug. Ajmals of the world might complain, but the chief minister's argument about child marriage can't be dismissed. There is, however, a reason why many people see all, the, all his moves through a political and ideological prism. After all, he has been on a roll since becoming the chief minister in 2021, reviling Mia or Bengali-speaking Bengali Muslims, launching eviction drives, allegedly targeting the Muslims, and converting government-run madrasas into general schools, among many other things. Surely, these moves get him a thumbs up from the right-wing ecosystem. His transition from a moderate congressman into a Hindutva hardliner is evidently making his new political family proud. He is much sought after during poll campaigns, even outside Assam. If we discount the fact about former Prime Minister Manmohan Singh's Assam connection from where he got elected to the Raj Sabha, uh, there has been no other leader from the northeastern state who has made it this big. No Assam leader before Himanta Sharma was a crowd puller outside Assam. Everybody remembers DK Barua, uh, the former Congress president. But that's because of his Indira's India and India's Indira comment. Not because he could add any vote to his party's kitty outside Assam. That's what makes Himanta Bistu Sharma different. So far, so good. About three decades back, when he was quoting Rinika Bhuya, his would-be wife, he told her, tell your mother I'll be the chief minister, chief minister of Assam one day. Well, with that achieved, he must have the next goal in mind now, something higher. Himanta Sharma is now seen as Amit Shah's protege, who can be a potential match for Yogi Adityanath. However, this, that's not what Himanta might like to end up as. Before we talk about it further, let's look at his counterparts in other states. What's keeping them busy? Let me start with Rajasthan CM Bhajanlal Sharma. He was a surprise pick for the post. We talked about it. He continues to spring surprises. 
Sharma got, I'm talking about Bhajan Lal Sharma, he got so carried away announcing one policy after another that he forgot to convene a cabinet meeting for the first one month. Last Wednesday, he decided to give up VIP movement privilege. Bhajan Lal Sharma now stops at traffic lights and obviously makes uh, headlines. Madhya Pradesh CM Mohan Yadav is working overtime to erase his predecessor Shivra Singh Chauhan's imprint. He has removed 45 chairpersons and vice chairpersons of boards and corporations appointed by Chauhan. He is bringing in a new set of bureaucrats in important positions and shunting out DMs and SPs to drive home the message at the point that the bureaucracy had, had better change its way of functioning. Mohan Yadav uh, celebrated his son's marriage in Rajasthan's Pushkar on Saturday, dancing to the beats of, you know, Hasta hua nurani chehra kali julfe, rang sunaira teri jawani tawale tawa. That's what the Danik Bhaskar reported. He told reporters later that he chose Pushkar to send a message about giving up VIP culture. Uttarakhand CM Pushkar, uh, Pushkar Singh Dhami, he has become a sinusure of all eyes in the Sangh Parivar when his state became the first to implement the Uniform Civil Code. Excluding Goa, of course, where it has been in place for long, he has warned of stern action against love jihad and has coined terms like land jihad. CM Vishnudev Sai has vowed to stop conversions in his state. A proposed law in Chhattisgarh aimed at regulating religious conversion imposes a number of conditions for those planning to convert, but goes easy with those wanting ghar wapsi or reconversion to Hinduism. The draft will stipulates that a person who wishes to convert to another religion will have to fill in a form with personal details at least 60 days in advance and submit it to the district magistrate, who will direct the police to ascertain the real intention behind the dharmantran or conversion. The person who performs the conversion ceremony will have to fill in a form at least a month in advance, while the person converting will have to present himself or herself before the DM for verification within 60 days of conversion. But in cases of reconversion, the draft will suggest merely informing the district administration. There is no requirement for any prior notice, police verification a personal appearance before the district magistrate. Anyway, coming back to uh, what's keeping BJP CMs busy, many of them are following party president JP Nadda's footsteps, lie low, do nothing and follow the orders to survive and possibly thrive. I put in this category, Bhupinda Patel of Gujarat, Manohar Khattar of Haryana, Pema Khandu of Arunachal Pradesh, Pramod Savant of Goa and Manik Saha of Tripura. Of course, Manipur CM Biren Singh is in a category of his own. He is known to have Amit Shah's blessing, but he is embarrassing his patron by putting a big blemish on India's Home Minister. The Assam CM, an ex-congressman, may be thinking that ideological loyalty and becoming a Hindu hardliner would please Prime Minister Nain Modi and the larger Sangh ecosystem. He has got it wrong. Being a hardliner has not paid off for
for most politicians beyond a point in the BJP. If Kalyan Singh was alive, he would have told Himanta Sharma how he lost his job as UPCM after the demolition of the Babli Mosque in December 1992 and had to form his own party seven years later. The Hindutva icon returned to the party fold later, but he was a much diminished leader who ended up in a Raj Bhavan before he passed away, almost in political oblivion. Then there was firebrand Uma Bharti, once an accused in the Babli demolition case, who led the BJP to a big victory in the Madhya Pradesh Assembly election in 2003. She had to resign barely after nine months and was never allowed to reclaim the chair that was eventually given to Shivara Singh Chauhan, a moderate who had to finally vacate it in 2023 just when he was trying to become a hardliner. Uma Bharti got a slot in uh, Nain Modi-led government uh, at the center finally, only to be edged out later. Himanta Bishu Sharma might also want to speak to Venakatiya, a firebrand in the Ram Temple movement, to understand what happens to hardliners. Sharma can also check with Bhopal MP Pragya Singh Thakur, who got the BJP ticket and defeated a political giant like Digvijaya Singh in the 2019 Lok Sabha election. But she was kept away from the last MP assembly election campaign and may not get a chance to defend her seat in 2024. There are instances galore. It's not just about the Modi era. Hardliners have always had an expiry date in the BJP. Sarma can, Himanta Sarma cannot read PM Modi's mind, but he could not have missed the fact that many hardliners who made it to the Modi's council of ministers have gone quiet during the second term. He can check with Gera Singh, Anurag Thakur, or Sadhvi Niranjana Jyoti, and many, many others. The Sam CM must realize that the Sangh likes those who use their passion for Hindutva as tarka or seasoning and use development as the main ingredient. Look at Modi's politics post 2002 Godra rights. UPCM, UPCM Yogi Aitanath understood it, understood it well, and is therefore working on an image, image makeover from a rabble-rousing Hindu, Hindu hardliner into a Vikas Purus or development man. Yogi 2.0 is a far cry from Yogi 1.0, who created anti-Romeo squads, unleashed police on Anti-Citizenship Amendment Act protesters, and bulldoze Muslim houses. In his second term in office, Adityanath, like Modi from his second term onwards, is assiduously building his image as a CM who is focused on making UP a trillion dollar economy. That's the way forward for Himanta Sharma too. He was right in claiming while speaking on the state budget 2024-25 uh, that Assam's economic growth had consistently exceeded the national GDP growth rate and the per capita income of Assam doubled since 2016 when the BJP came to power. As per a report by Business Today, I'm quoting from their report on India's top 10 states with the fastest growth in per capita income in the last decade, Assam is in the fifth place. The state's per capita income has jumped 204% to rupees 1.19 lakh in FY23 from Rs. 38,945 in FY13. 
by clocking a compound annual growth rate of 11.77%. The CAGR for India is 9.3%. Assam is doing better. Assam's gross state domestic product, GSDP, for 2024-25 shows an impressive growth of 13% over the previous financial year. There are many other indicators on which Assam has done well with Himanta Sharma at the helm, first as finance minister from 2016 to 2021, and then as the chief minister, 21 onwards. Of course, Himanta Sharma does not have a Gujarat-like Assam model or even like UP model of development yet. He must also deliver a command performance for now. Ayodhya Ram Temple is the BJP's principal plank in the 24 Lok Sabha election. The party cannot afford to let its intensity and momentum dip in the run-up to the polls. That should explain the attempts to build up polarizing narratives from different states, which should keep reminding the Hindus of the importance and magnitude of PM Modi's role or his government's role in righting the historical wrong in Ayodhya. There are political imperatives too. In a state like Assam with about 33-34% of Muslim population and a polarizing figure like Badruddin Ajmal, dog whistling politics might look useful. But Himanta must remember that Modi today is all about Aurobindo's spiritual Hindutva. No matter how much his colleagues in the BJP and the Sangh celebrate Savarkar's political Hindutva. That's also true about Mohan Bhagwat-led RSS today. This nuanced shift is not a difficult choice to make, but Himanta Bishwa Sarma has to first decide whether he has already achieved his goal, as he told his wife 33 years back, or if he wants to set a new, bigger goal and pursue it. That's all from me in this episode of Politically Correct. Thanks for watching.